You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to Rebellion, a Star Wars Rebels Mopcast, episode 13, Rebel Resolve. Yay! <laughs> I remember the number. Uh, I'm your host, Scotty White. Across the table for me, as always, Ethan Young. And this episode is kind of a doozy. A lot goes on to the... You know, I, you know, the last week we talked about how um, Tarkin don't play. I wanted to call last episode Tarkin don't play. Mm-hmm. I want to call this episode Chopper Don't Play. <laughs> it's it's Truth. a it's a lot of Chopper in this one. So. There is a lot of Chopper, but it's awesome. It is so awesome. Uh, this week's episode is uh, brought to you by Inverse Press. You can listen to that now. Now from Inverse Press. Vicious Circus is coming to town, and you better pray you aren't on their list. Come one, come all, see the killer clowns as they hunt the cruel and abusive people in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, marvel as the clowns dish out their own form of brutal justice. Beware if you torment the innocent, there might just be a clown coming for you. Vicious Circus is a 104-page horror graphic novel written by Kevin Laporte, with art by Amanda Rachels. Support their Kickstarter, filled with exciting rewards like exclusive covers, book plates, and even commission art. For more information, check out their website at inversepress.com. Will the Vicious Circus come to your town? Be sure to check their out uh, their Kickstarter out. Uh, link is at the bottom. Uh, help them out for their new uh, comic, uh, Vicious Circle, written by Kevin Laporte and uh, art by Amanda Rachels. I supported it. You can, you can totally go support it as well. Uh, they have been really good uh, to us. So we're just spreading the love out. Spreading the love out. Are you ready, my friend? Always. <laughs> All right. So uh, prologue. Uh, Lothal is being subjugated by an all-terrain defense pod, or ATDP, and a bunch of troops. Uh, Ezra and Zeb uh, basically jump aboard and steal the ATDP, throw out the pilot. Uh, Chopper flies in uh, and hacks into the ATDP's uh, computer looking for prisoners. Uh, Sabine shows up to help. Uh, Ezra pilots uh, Zeb is shooting another uh, defense pod that's trying to uh, shoot them down. Uh, stormtroopers are all about the rogue walker. That's uh, <laughs> they're like it's a rogue walker. Let's do something about it. Um, uh, the Imperials have taken down the whole network. Uh, Ezra knows that Kanan is alive. While he knows he's being alive, he's about to be tortured by Tarkin. Act one. Uh, 
the Imperial ATDP takes chase of the Rebel uh, captured ADD. That's hard to say. Defense pod. Let's go with defense pod. Uh, uh, Hera saves the day. Zeb has to rescue the stubborn chopper who uh, can't. Uh, who is still trying to look for some some information, but he can't because the network's down. Uh, they still have no answers. Hera talks to Fulcrum. Fulcrum cannot condone rescuing Kanan. Um, the message that Ezra sent uh, got the intention of the the Empire, and Fulcrum says to hide. Hera tells the others they can't rescue Kanan. Ezra is not happy. Oh, he, oh so I'm trying to think what my next line was. I, was, my, I write these really, really fast, and so... <laughs> Um, Ezra has a, uh, a plan and, uh, wants to rescue Kanan. He gets all cozy with Chopper, who agrees to help. Act two. Uh, Sabine, uh, is talking to Hera, wanting to know if Kanan will talk. Hera says that Kanan doesn't know anything. The crew, minus Hera, sneak onto the Phantom. Ch- Chopper makes a distraction and... Uh, using sound, and the phantom escapes. The Tarkin, uh, Agent Callus, and the Inquisitor torture and mind probe Kanan, who's apparently resistant to it. And the Inquisitor ups his gain by using the Force, trying to draw out the information u- using the dark side. Uh, Ezra and the gang go to talk to the gangster Visago. Ezra spills Kanan's secret. Visago doesn't believe that Kanan was a Jedi, nor Ezra. Ezra has to use the Force to persuade him. A deal is made. Visago says that the, since the comm tower is down, the Imperial are using droid couriers to get through messages, including important messages such as prisoner transports. Visago will let him know what he needs in the end. Hera is mad. She yells a lot, but Ezra has a plan. Um, they're going to switch... Chopper for one of the droid couriers. Uh, Sabine says she'll paint Chopper. He's still not happy about the plan, but it's for Kanan. More Kanan torture. Act three! <laughs> Sabine and Z, Z disable stormtroopers that are escorting a droid courier. Stormtroopers are useless. They steal the droid courier. Chopper is switched in his place. He's on his way. Stormtroopers are even more useless as he aboards the ship. It's not my problem. <laughs> Chopper finds uh, finds out what he needs. Zeb has to uh, take watch of the new uh, courier droid. They bond. Hera attacks the transport ship as uh, Chopper uh, goes to escape. Chopper murders? Question mark. Stormtroopers as he opens the airlock and escapes from the transport ship. He flies, to, he flies to the ghost uh, Z, uh, and gets aboard the ghost. Zeb wants to keep the new courier droid. Chopper has other ideas. Knocks the droid off the and off into Lothar's atmosphere. Uh, Kanan is on Mustafar. That's a place where Jedi go to die. The end. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's a very short episode. It's really short and, you know, like, it's, it's very to the point. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, there's an act. I think yeah, I found my act three in there. It's it was hard to find that the act breaks are a little weird in this one, but yeah, it's it's very to the point. Um, there's but there's a lot going on. But it's, it's short, but there's a lot going on. Your turn, sir. Okay, 
the holographic file on Canaan lists his vital statistics and his <laughs> crimes against the Empire, including theft of Imperial supplies, oh, yeah. resisting arrest, assaulting officers, and, my favorite, piloting without a license. How do they know he doesn't have a license? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, this episode marks the debut of the Imperial Light Cruiser, a reworking of the Jedi Light Cruiser seen in the Clone Wars series. So what I guess what I was calling a transport is a light cruiser, so I will correct that. Yeah, that one. Right? Yeah, that's what it is. That's, that right, yeah. I, it wasn't quite a starter story. Nope, nope. Light cruiser. Uh, what else is there? Um, among prisoners listed on the light cruiser's display screen, there, among the prisoners, there were the Wookiee Jam Crew, an inside joke from the production team. All right. Whatever that means. Oh. Okay, so you know how we always talk about the, the officers on the ships always have their hats Yeah, low? The, we've called them. They had no eyes. <laughs> right, they had no eyes. Well, there's reasons for that. and Because eyes are hard to animate? No, no, no. <laughs> the Clone Wars series could reuse a single crewman model multiple times to populate a ship since they were intended to be identical. Cloned service. Right, 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 right. Okay, the Imperial crewmen ha- have to have their hats pulled low to conceal the fact that they're the same animation model used over and over and over again. Ah. Right? Yeah. Same person, just hat pulled down low so you can't... So is, this, is it the same model from Clone Wars? I don't think so. I think it's a new model, model they read re- 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 up, yeah. and then they just drop the hat, hat so you can't tell... Which guy it is. Right. I gotcha. Right? Makes, makes sense, actually. We need to be joined by Carter. Ooh, that'd be fun. Um, the Zargo's transport vessel is seen in this episode. The green and yellow-looking yes. thing. Um, like his organization, you know what it's called? What is it called? The Broken Horn. Oh, yeah, because he's a Devordian and has one broken horn. Right, and his organization, organization is called the Broken Horn. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Fun facts. Fun fa- Ethan's fun facts. Ethan's fun facts. <laughs> and we are joined by Carter. Carter. And we have to catch Carter up because he missed the episode. Which episode is uh, this? Is uh, I have to go look. look. This is uh, Rebel, Rebel Resolve, Resolve, the episode where um, Kanan is captured. Oh. It's after he's captured, and so it's the one where they have to figure out where he's at. Uh, it's the one where Chopper does all kinds of awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the one where he boots the droid? Out? Yes, 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 yes. That's my favorite part of this episode. Like that's how I remember this episode. All right, so we'll talk about a lot of this stuff. Um, like I said, it's. A, I mean, you know, we call it a short episode, but it's. I mean, it's the same time. Like it's just all the action is very compact. Right, and so we like. It's I, just like. Yeah, it goes pretty fast. It goes pretty fast. Moves very quickly. Um, I like how Tarkin's not wasting any time looking for the rebel cells. He's got mm-hmm. the those those walkers out looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, just right up to it. Um, I find it interesting. Not only did they uh, the Imperials have taken down the command ta- the communication towers, but they basically removed their internet. They they basically shut down the internet on Lothal. Right. They suddenly become North Korea or Iran. I'm seriously. They are yeah. just like you. No net for you. You cannot. Yeah. You are shut down. Yeah, you can't you can't check your email. <laughs> makes sense though. Right, it does make sense. Yeah. It makes sense. So 
I like how they also have basically pocket email. <laughs> the droids, they're just... And I want to talk about the droids, too, in, the, in a little bit. But, um, uh, you know, it, it's one of these things that's become a standard of this episode. You, It's an, a, another chase scene. I understand the, the point, but it's, once again, it's, it's like the one last episode we had the Sweet Bright Chase in the Little mm-hmm. Village. Now we have the, this with the walkers, but it's still a chase scene. Right. <sighs> it's just, it's not that interesting of a chase scene. They're just, no, but I mean, it, it's poignant. It makes sense why it's there. And it's just, it's just kind of. Stormtroopers are all like, it's the Rogue Walker. Yeah. But, but I mean, you have to expect that in this show right. because they're rebels. So there are going to be tons of chase scenes because that's what rebels do. It's only six rebels, though, five at the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know. But it's harder if to I'm going to nitpick, I'm going to I'm going to nitpick nitpick at that. Okay. Um, of course, you know, as I just got the force with him, and he knows that you know, Kanan's okay. Basically, does the whole the uh, search your feelings, you know it to be true. <laughs> or <Father>. Luke, <laughs> Leia. I mean, that whole thing is there. And uh, I guess Kanan's being tortured, sort of by the same thing that tortured Leia, the mind probe droid, mm-hmm. the the IT zero mm-hmm. looking droid. I think it's, a, it's at either. first, but Jedi are trained to resist the mind probe. Yeah, so was Leia. <laughs> yeah. It seems like who's not trained against the mind probe? It's like everyone does the mind probe. I, you know, I, you know. Um, so that's the prologue. Um, we still have the 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 chasing that it just you know it's a chasing. I, what do you want to say about it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I like. I I will note that I'm glad Zeb had something to do. He's not had much to do in the last few episodes, three or four, yeah. really. He's been very quiet, and so it was really good to see him actually have A lines, be something to do. And he's one of my lesser favorite characters, but I think the reason, but I like him when he does stuff, right? And so I, you know, I'm happy about that. Um. So Fulcrum says that they can't go rescue Kanan. And this goes to what I was talking about last episode. If Fulcrum gave her the order to kill someone, would she? And she's pretty adamant. I, I think if the other crew members don't go rescue Kanan, Hera does it. I would agree with that. And so, and But I think, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you right now, I think Hera... Hera is the type that is very, very stringent on following orders. Yes. Well, she's the patriot. She's, right. She, she would follow orders, but I think when it came down to it, she could, she could be the one to, to, to see do she, the order. She, she could go kill, right, if ordered. But I think I think it's going to weigh so heavily on her, right, that she's not going to be able to live. She's herself almost. Afterwards. The Obi Wan of the crew, because it's like she's so like follow orders, like we we do this by the rules type thing until until crap hits the fan. Yeah, and exactly. then we do what we have to do. Yeah, right, but I think she's very realist. Like we right. do what we have to do to survive, and if they tell us that giving up on Kana is what we need to do to survive, then that's what we're gonna do. And and the only reason why she's really 
thrust back into this is the fact that the rest of her crew is doing this, right. and she's she's outnumbered. But and I, I like I, said, I stand by if 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 it was just Ezra who goes off and goes off to go try to rescue Katie himself, I think she lets him go do it himself. But she doesn't, you know. Right. There's no rescue party. Right. So I I, I kind of like that about her. <laughs> right by the books. If there's any books on rebellion, <laughs> uh, how to rebel? Well, I think it's, I think it's <laughs> chapter one. It's like you know how to like not get caught. Chapter two. Chapter two. Escaping I think it, once you've been caught. Right. That's that's chapter three. I think it's interesting that that like when I first watched this, in Fulcrum's like, no, you can't go rescue Kanan. I think the initial reaction is you're supposed to be like really kind of perturbed with that, right? Because he's like he's like why why aren't, but it's again it's going back down to strategy. It's Fulcrum doesn't want Hera to go. Re- I think realistically, right? I think because it's, I think Hera's the only person who has right knowledge. She doesn't want Hera to go rescue. Kara. Right. I think. I mean, the whole she, rest of the team they can do whatever they want. Right. To, but it's. Hera that has to stay put. It's right. Hera that has to stay back. Right, because she has she, she has the most information. She right. doesn't have a lot. Right. But she has the most information. I don't think any of it's damaging to the rebellion. I just think. Right. And I, well, also, you you really pay attention to what Falkrum says. You can't go. Right. But it's not your team. But it, it's you. It's also that like because I missed watching the episode. But doesn't she say something about like you need to like protect Ezra or something no, like no, that. No, no, no. No, no. She says you have to go into hiding. She says Ezra's message is the one that, that causes all the trouble. Yeah. Ezra's message got out, and, and, and while it got out to the right people, it also got to the wrong people. And the higher echelons of the Empire, the Emperor Vader, whatever, um, are not happy. Uh-huh. And so she tells the... Uh, interpret as you was, but she says you, you need to go into hiding. She says you... But is she talking about Hera specifically? And that's a good point. I think that's interesting. Or is she talking about the group as a whole? Is she trying to protect the group? Because the group doesn't know anything. Right. Yeah. You know, Hera only. I knows- think it's. I think. I think we're. I think it's. Ezra is important because he is a Padawan. He's a Jedi. With no master. It, but it doesn't matter. But he's at a pivotal point right now because if he were to get caught by the Empire, that's a severe problem because they can turn him. That maybe he's at a no he's at a very oh, right, pivotal right. point, oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah. but at a very very pivotal point. How how aware do you think Fulcrum is of all about that? I think she's very aware. So you think Hera's been telling? Oh yeah, Hera's giving. Okay, I, I, that's think, fair. I think Hera has been because it's it's kind of it's that relationship, right? It's well, like. And Hera, Hera follows orders, and if, if Fulcrum, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but if no, Fulcrum right. says, tell me what's going on, Hera is going to tell her what's going on. I and think Fulcrum is well aware. Do you think Fulcrum is okay with sacrificing Kanan as long as Ezra's okay? Yes. And because I think it's kind of like, well, we've got, we had one Jedi, so we're going to protect him, but now that he's captured and there was, there's the chance that this kid can be kind of a replacement. But who trains him? But here's the here's the thing. Here's the, I think it's 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 not who it's not a question of who trains him. It is. Yeah, no, it's a question of what happens if he gets captured. Yeah. Well, because you have Kanan. That's been the that's been the risk of the whole show. Right, right, right. But I think it's even more now because because you have you have Kanan 
who if if Kanan dies, right? Right. He is captured. He is killed. Mm-hmm. That leaves Ezra open to pick up a new master, and he also leads him for vengefulness, and he will want revenge. So if Ezra then goes seeks revenge, revenge leads to hatred. Hatred leads to the dark side. Right. 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 My que- my my question, I think, where I'm trying to get to, brother, or my point about this, really, is that Ezra's not a Jedi. Ezra's a Padawan. He's got Jedi. He's got Jedi, but he's learning. Hey, and because and we've talked about this before a couple episodes ago, because the the focus of this show is Ezra. The only time we ever see Jedi, we always the Jedi we focus on are the special Jedi who pick it up really fast. We and yeah, right, Luke, yeah. Anakin. I mean, seriously, Ezra, Ahsoka, Ahsoka, Ezra. Well, see, Ahsoka has a background though. Ahsoka was a youngling, so I buy her quicker. Like I buy her progression as natural. But Luke's not. Luke, Luke's isn't. Luke's got. He's all like, uh, I bag Wamprats, and then he gets a lightsaber. He's like, I'm suddenly awesome at it. I would argue that Ahsoka doesn't pick it up very quickly because when you watch the Clone Wars, it's pretty much. Almost all of the episodes with, well, not all of them, but a lot of them deal with Ahsoka's screwing up. But, but I think but it's... Well, I think what I'm saying is because her, her seems like a natural progression. It, it is a natural right. progression. It's alert, like so, showing so, her learning. So I would take her out of that argument. But let's look... But Anakin... Anakin yeah. picks it up really fast. I would, Luke I would, did, Ezra I would, does, I would too. Say, I would say Luke doesn't pick it up a whole lot really, really quickly. He's fighting Vader in the second film. Right, he's yeah, fighting Vader they, in the second film. Yeah, but after like, hand a, but, 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 after but, like a minute of lessons from Yoda. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, you got to think about it, though. Because there's a lot that happens... Because I'm reading the books now. I'm mm-hmm. reading the new canon books, right? Yeah, okay. That happened between 4 and 5. Right. Right, there's a book. I think actually there's two that happened between 4 and 5. I'm not... I don't remember off the top of my head. But it's... The book is basically centering around Luke's inability to use the Force. Yeah. Okay. He can't. The first time he really, honestly, is able to control the forest is the first time on Hoth. Okay. When he pulls the lightsaber up, and that's when Ben comes back to him and says, "Yeah, you need to go get trained." All right. So okay, that makes sense. I yeah, I just because it's because there's there's a lot of stuff that happens between, between the movies, right? Right. right we right, don't so, see. So, and I'm just saying, as viewers, just as, as viewers, yes. they seem to have a very fast right, progression. He but he doesn't. It's it's very because Anakin, Anakin's the same right. way. Anakin's all like, right. it's very slow. It's very painful. He cannot figure it out. So it's a really good book. Okay. So. Does is it Luke that blows up the Death Star or Luke's ability to use the Force blows up the Death Star? Is what I'm trying to ask. I think it's. I'm curious. I mean, you're you're right. reading this book I've read yet, so it, well, it it doesn't really go into that because I mean, because I think Luke, something they forgot. Yeah, I think Luke Luke believes it was his ability, the Force flowing through him, that. Allowed him to blow up the Death Star, much like when he had the blast shield over his face. You know, I can almost see. Right, right. He has he has instances where the Force can flow through him. He just has absolutely zero control over when that happens. Right. So, like, there's well, there's even like, Yoda tells us. Yoda tells him that. You right. Know, the there's there's like a couple control inst- control. You must learn control. Right. There's a couple instances in the book that it's like the Force is 
strong with him. No, it's in his whole family. Right. The, the, uh, the force uh, is allowed. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the force allows Jedi. him to. It allows him to have premonitions of what he needs to do next. What he like. Um, he's, I have he's, it. My father had it. Myself. I'm sorry. I just wanted to right? it out. My sister has it. There's there's a scene where they're you, they're. Yeah, you're my. I'm sorry. The group of them have to go get um, stuff. I'm not going to bore you with the details. They have to go get stuff on a different planet. So they all go to a different planet. And the force allows him to not get hit by knockout darts because the force, the through the force, he is able to see where the darts are coming, like right. not coming from, but he knows that they're yeah, coming he and he's them. able to move. Right. The very next scene, he can't do anything with the force. The very next, like the very next couple pages, he's, he's hopeless in the force. He can't do anything. Right. He has no control over it. So it's it's not that he's okay. like, it's, it's, he has to learn. So, all right. So I am, okay. At this moment, I only know of, Three canon Jedi in the Star Wars universe at this moment. Yoda, who's on Dagobah. Obi-Wan, who's on Tatooine. And Kanan. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's the only three we've, we, we know of. Mm-hmm. And realistically, the... Um, yeah, that's the only three we know of. Because at the end of episode three, we know what happens to Obi-Wan. And we know what happens to Yoda. We meet Kanan 13 years later. And so um, we don't. The rest of them are a mystery. We don't. Know, we, we assume they're all killed in Order sixty six. So I would think a Jedi is a powerful commodity. And so I don't know if I would agree with Fulcrum giving up the idea of. of do you think Fulcrum is telling that group not to go rescue him? And is working on a rescue plan himself? Or is he sacrificing Kanan? I think he's sacrificing Kanan because he knows, Falkrum knows, that the rebel forces aren't powerful enough at this point to get him. Jedi's a powerful weapon, though. Powerful weapon. Yeah. But, but when it comes down to it, you can either sacrifice your entire force to save one person... Or sacrifice one person person to save your entire force. But I, the Jedi, you think the Jedi's worth it? You would think, but... I'm just asking you. I'm just... No, right. but I, no, 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 I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, yes... Why we have the podcast, these kind of discussions. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things of, um, yes, Jedi are powerful weapons, but how many men are you going to lose going to save this Jedi? Now we're getting all Star Trek. And these are the many outweighs, and these are the few. To right. Yeah. And I spot. think I think also also you have to look at tactically speaking because he doesn't know anything, and because he is kind of I don't want to say he's the sore thumb of the organization, but he stands out pretty dang well. Yeah. Right. 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 It's hard to be clandestine with a lightsaber. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's not that. It's oh, it's going to be easier without him. It's not, I, but, but I, it's going to be. It's it. The the empire is not going to be like really on us hard because we don't have a Jedi anymore. I was like, they're going to be. They're still going to be after us, but they're not going to be after us as at least this cell as bad because there's no longer a Jedi. Well, and 
you also have to look at the fact of look at the time that they're in. It's post Jedi, and Jedi are kind of just like a thing of the past. I mean, literally all of the Jedi got gunned down during Order sixty six. Yeah, we only know of three. Yeah, we only know of three. three. So it's like the fact that it's kind of like, yeah, Jedi are powerful and Jedi are awesome, but everybody knows Jedi can be gunned down by five or six soldiers. So it's kind of like it. I see. I I think it diminishes. Two things here. Two things. First, let me go to you. Um, on your point about him being clandestine, he was clandestine until the first episode. So a lot of, how long, we we don't know how long they've been, but the on Lothal, the no one knew that he was a Jedi until until he had had to prove himself. Okay, Kane had to do that. It's also the fact that that Falcon placed him there, and or I'm assuming Falcon placed built this group, and if if Falcon knew that Kanan was a Jedi. Wouldn't you want that as a distraction so you can do other stuff? If if the for, if the Empire is obsessive about destroying Jedi like they are, I would stick one somewhere on a, some backwoods planet to draw the attention from the real stuff that I'm doing. There's that. Um, trying to remember what I was going for with yours now. So. <laughs> uh, it'll come back to me. But, but, I mean, you think about that, though, is now the attention, you have all of the big wigs, if you will, focused on a captured Jedi. They're like, oh yes, you must go patrol the streets and find the rest of these rebels. But realistically, they're not doing much of any... They're not really doing anything more than they already have right. been doing. You know? Right. Now all of like all of the big people but are focused I think, I th- on Kanan, and it allows so many more uh, things to be slipped. Two big, three people. Uh, well, I mean, three, the, the big and, people of, of that system. Of Lothal, and they took him, you know, and so I, I don't know. And on, on the, the needs of the many thing, I, I still think that since they're, since, Jedi, I know what I was going to say. Jedi, yeah, the Jedi were gunned down, but they were all surprised. You know, they've been fighting the Clone Wars for how long? I don't know, how long was the Clone Wars? Four years? Five years? That was seven. Yeah. Seven. I, so, see, that's why I have you guys. I don't. That's not my area. But in Episode Three, they're not expecting to get just annihilated, and 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 the most powerful among them are the ones who survive. Yoda senses in the Force, and he's like nine hundred years old, and I think that's the reason why. He, oh wait, this is not all right. I'm gonna cut off this dude's head. But, but but the thing about that is like Plo Koon's flying in a. In he's a, not. An Obi Wan or a Yoda, and Fulcrum knows that. He because re- he, realistically, realistically, Fulcrum should be aware that Obi Wan is somewhere. Fulcrum may not know who Obi Wan and Yoda are. I think I think if if Fulcrum is so in tune with what is going on. Fulcrum but, would but know. I think, okay, but the thing with Fulcrum though is, um, was it there was the message at like the beginning of the series with Obi Wan? Yeah, the, 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 to, the, to but rebels not, and stuff. No, like no, that. it's not. It's 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 in the Jedi holocron. Okay. It's the last message that Obi Wan sent. Sent. Okay, okay. It's a don't come back to the temple. That's the warning message 
that Yoda tells Obi Wan to to do while he mm-hmm. while they're trying to figure out who. Oh no, Obi Wan says, "I've sent a warning message," and he's like, "Well, you've so got that's to go." It. Yeah, he's like, okay. "You've got to go fight Anakin, and I got to go fight the Emperor." And he's like, "Wait, I want to fight the Emperor. I can't fight Anakin." That's that message happened. So that's in the hologram. That's not. Uh, I. But I'm a, I'm I'm just gonna say that if Fulcrum is as aware as Fulcrum appears to be with what has happened and what is happening, right? Fulcrum is aware. I I just want to throw out there that Fulcrum also probably knows Kanan hasn't used his lightsaber in a long time. He's been like pretty much in denial of his Jedi self. <laughs> For a long, long time. See, I don't have any... We don't have any evidence of that. I mean... I mean, I think that's a stretch. I mean, we don't... No, I mean, like, towards the beginning of the show, like, the first time that he pulls out his lightsaber... No, everyone knows wants to know the big secret, but I think he's been keeping it hidden. Yeah. Again, I think it's because Hera has told Fulcrum everything. All right, and then and then, and then and I don't a, think and I don't think Fulcrum put this crew together. I think I think Kanan and Hera put this crew together. Maybe and then just joined up with Fulcrum for a bigger cause. Or Hera has had had this plan, so then she put together this crew. Maybe I let Kanan think he did. Right, but realistically, it's all for Fulcrum. Here, here's. I, it's, it's so funny that we're, we're stuck on this, and I can't wait to get to the chopper stuff, but we, we got time. Um, I'm throwing this out there. Is Obi-Wan and Yoda part of the rebellion? Yes. No. Obi-Wan, yes. Yeah, that's what I was no. going to say. Obi-Wan, yeah. yes. Secret, yes. Yes. Yoda, no. No, I, I disagree with both, and I'll tell you why I disagree with it. Yoda, Yoda's out there... He, Yoda goes in self exile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree I, with that. I, I, Yoda goes. Yoda goes in self exile. and I think Yoda goes to self exile to preserve what's left of the Jedi Order. I think that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. he goes off to Dagobah to preserve what's left of. That's that. That's why Luke goes to train. That's the only one to train, right? Yeah. Obi Wan has one mission, one mission only, to watch over Luke. If Leia doesn't go to Tatooine looking for him. That kid stays a moisture farmer. <laughs> it's. It's. <laughs> I mean, you, you're right. <laughs> you're right. With no movies, we wouldn't be doing this. Right, the right. Kids to, but I think, I think Obi-Wan, in his own way, right. is still a part of the rebellion. Yeah. We don't, I mean, we don't know what he does as a hermit. Watch Luke. Other than being being extremely creepy and watching Luke, <laughs> but he is still he is still very much so trained. When we see him in episode four, four, he's still very much so yeah, aware. He's, he's very still. He's been doing stuff. I'm sorry. Hi. He has been doing stuff. It's not like he's rusty. I'm yeah. not saying he is, but I'm not I, saying. He, I'm just saying he's not part of the rebellion. See, I, I. I always took the I'm getting too old for this sort of thing as I've been doing this. He was. He fought in Clone Wars. Yeah, that's why. I mean, like, I think you could make arguments for either. So you, so you guys side. think that in the last, in, in, in the 13 years between now, from, from this episode of Rebels to um, episode three, he's been doing things outside the system. 
possible. I'm just asking. We, we, don't, we don't know. I'm just. I mean, I think it's a possibility. I think they'll flesh that out. So okay, I have I have the answer. <laughs> oh, I have. Oh. The Is it canon? It's about to be. So, oh, oh, wait, 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 yeah, the, the movies. No, 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 no. No, he's got not, excited. Not even yet, not oh, even that. Yeah. Looks like, okay, this is this is speculation, but we will find out very soon. All right, so. so this so. is speculation, but looks like Disney is pretty serious about Star Wars Rebels being a part of the new official canon. Obi-Wan Kenobi will be showing up in some fashion in the new Disney XD cartoon series as an actual part. Okay, but until so, it, so they're saying. I don't know. Until then, though, I'm just until. I mean, j- just like any good theory, I just think I, I think he watches Luke until I'm sure he's not watched Luke. And I'm when he, I'll be like, I'm cool with it. I'm just thinking I at mean, the moment. And the thing for me is, um, this is probably going to sound really weird, but the um, I have what I like to call the old canon, and then there's the new canon for me. Yeah. Where it's like you have all the old stuff. Where oh, yeah. It's, it's like it's hard. It's, it's totally different. It's hard. And it's like before I totally would have been like, yeah, Obi Wan stayed on Tatooine and probably didn't do anything with his life. And it was the Xbox game, right? Obi Wan, he's on Tatooine kicking some butt, right? If I remember, there's an old Xbox game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What that happens between. Three and four. Well, yeah, and they're talking about like I sent you guys the link about they're talking about doing the the Obi Wan. Yeah, you McGregor wants to do the spin yeah, of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it might be one movie or it might be a trilogy, something Pro- like that. Probably depends on how well it does. Yeah, which I'll go. See yeah, I'll go see. I, I like Obi Wan. I like you like McGregor too. You and McGregor as Obi Wan was the best thing about the prequels. I. I you know, I try to keep canon for this show because the. the 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 new canon it's I mean it's so it's it's so fragile and, and new and I think yeah. and so for this show that's why I'm always I'm always a stickler about canon on this I'm like you I like the old stuff man I miss Mara Jade yeah I wish Mara Jade would show back up I like you know um I, I like, just I I just wish I like I appreciate the Disney like wipe the slate clean. It was easier to handle. Yeah. It was easier to handle, but I really wish they'd go back and they would start. They looking at they start looking at some of the things that are like the video games, right. and The books that were very very successful and that actually followed. Yeah, pretty I would love close. Like that followed the game plan, right. and like, they would go through and be like, "Knights of the Old Republic one and two, canon." Right. This book, canon. This like you know like Jedi Jedi Academy. Right. Sure, why not canon? Right, right, because it's filling in gaps that we don't have. Right, yeah. it's filling in things that it would be so nice to be like, so to be able to talk about this stuff and be like, oh yeah, this is actually now canon because it fills in a lot of the story that we're missing. Right, and it would just right. be so helpful if they would just go back through and be like, yes, no, yes, yes no. no. I wonder, and I don't know, and if there's someone out there listening who knows this, all right. So I don't know how familiar you guys with with Star Trek, but. Um, there's a Star Trek series called Voyager, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's a character on it named Tom Paris, and he's, uh, I think it's actually named Robert McNeil or Matt Robert McNeil, something like that. Anyway, um, originally that, the, the Tom Paris, uh, when you meet him, he's in a penal colony, he's a screw-up, but he's the best pilot around, and the captain needs him, and so he kind of, kind of gets a partial pardon to help her go do this thing. And but they end up in a faraway system. And anyway, 
what I was getting at, he's based on a character that he played in an earlier episode of Star Trek Next Generation. And it was going to be the same guy, the same character, but they couldn't because they would have to pay the guy who wrote it. Mm-hmm. Like money for like every episode he's in. And so they couldn't afford it. So what they did was they decided just to make this guy, same actor, but make him a new character with a similar black background, but uh, a whole new story, you know, kind of thing. Right. So I wonder if the case is like, it, you know, the reason why we don't get uh, Marjade or uh, uh, Grand Iron Thorn is because they'd have to pay Timothy Zahn money. And Disney doesn't want to pay Timothy Zahn. I, you know, for, right. for, for uh, while it's, I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works, but it's it's funny how. But I think you know it's it. I think it's one thing to say it's not like they're not selling those books anymore. No, no, they're still selling because they just put out the anniversary edition of the Thrawn trilogy. Right. So it's not like they can't Disney can't be like just come over and be like mm, canon and be done with it. Right. Because it's just now the Disney stamp of approval, and then the author gets more book sales. So it just depends on what they're trying to do for our on their way into episode. Seven. Yeah. What we get in August till the start of episode seven is all these little side books and things that are kind of the canon, the official canon as our, our lead into I th- seven. I think, I think once a, two these, novels and I, uh, yeah. some comics. I think once the the new set of movies come out, I think Disney will open itself up to re reissuing canon status to yeah, some it, of the older stuff because then it's just going to be easier. Because it just life. depends on like you can't do the Thrawn trilogy if. If it doesn't fit with what episode seven represents, right. and so and so, thus you can't have Marjay. And then again, like I said, you you know, you're getting they're making new characters. Look at look at Rebels itself. I mean, it's all new characters. And who's to say that you won't see them later, right? In a, or in a movie, I would kill to see a Rebel screw in a movie. I'd kill for a live action Rebels film, but I don't know if we'll get it. But I'd, I'd, but you know, like I I would love to see the ghost like in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. You know, this is in the background. Just give it to me, like because like they gave us the Outrider and right. and uh, the reissue of, of episode uh, four, and there's no Dash Rendar, but there's an Outrider. <laughs> so which is weird. The ship's canon, but he's not. Yeah, it's weird how they do that stuff. Anyway, we that's a that's a long tangent, and that was a, that was a very long. Anyway. What else did we? We didn't do one last week, so now we have to do this. Week. Yeah, it was a crazy tandem. Let's go to. Um, I like how the Inquisitor uses ups his game and uses the four, dark side of the force to kind of mind probe or whatever he's doing, Kanan. And I, I like, love how Kanan just basically spits in his face. But I like the whole. I, I, I just like that whole scene. I don't know. I love the Inquisitor, and but Tarkin, Tarkin's awesome. Yeah, Tarkin. We were talking about this on the last last week's episode. How Tarkin is the best villain on the show. Yeah. And he doesn't pop up until the end. And he is way cooler and more effective than any of them. Yeah, it's like you can kind of see why he got his job in episode four. Right. It's like, oh, this guy is a ruthless butt face. <laughs> but I think uh, we were talking about this earlier. I think Tarkin's main goal in life is to be a grand admiral. Yeah. And this is just another step yeah. for him to get there. It's like, oh, as soon as I crush them, I'm going to get another promotion. Right. Um, let's talk about... Chopper? Being... No, I, I'm saving Chopper for last. because right. right. uh, the, the, the whole third act is nothing but Chopper, and I really want to get into that, too. But I, I, before that, though, Ezra goes talks to Visago. And he, he's all like, hey, we need your help. 
Kanan's a Jedi, and so and he has to prove it. He has to prove that he's got Jedi mm-hmm. powers, and that that convinces Visago, and a deal is made. Oh, and I'm curious what that deal is going to be. That's going to be that deal. Uh, I have a feeling. A feeling that deal is going to come and bite him in the butt. I think so too. I think so too. I, I like. I think everybody knows. Like that's going to be a mistake. I like how. It was, I got a little creeped out when Fizako told Ezra to get on board his ship just by himself. I'm like, what kind of pervy thing that dude's going to do, that poor kid? Right. <laughs> That's my first thought. Not like, they're going to negotiate. They're like, all right, take off your pants. And I'm like, oh, we're going to make a kid show. We're, we're going to make it. I know, but I'm watching it. I'm just wrapped. I'm, going, I'm, I'm worried. Like, don't get in the van. He, I know he's got puppies and candies. Don't get in the van. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. I think I think Fizako, it, it's, it's going to be something that... The deal is going to be something that seriously jeopardizes Ezra's training. It has to be. Maybe. Oh, well, because okay, they, they, they let up, they, they built it so well, they can't let it fall flat. We will see. Because Vizago can't just be like, eh, whatever. I keep thinking like, before the end of the series, Vizago's going to join the Rebellion. Mm, no. I don't think he's, I don't see him as the... Right now, I, I think he's an opportunist. He's buying the opportunity, but I think he'll join the rebellion. I don't. He doesn't seem as ruthless as a hut. He is. He is definitely kind of behind Solo. Kind of, kind of a kind of. I don't know if he's quite quite that level, but I think he's got that. You know. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I think. I think you know. Oh, uh, what was the the pirate in the Clone Wars? I'm trying to remember his name. Hondo. Yeah, Hondo. Yeah, I mean he's. He's, yeah, he's he's basically he's, he's the token Hondo. Yeah, I mean, I I can see. It, I mean, if they want to make him a part of the rebellion, I can see it happening. But otherwise, I think he's just going to be a pirate with no love of the empire. I don't think he's a pirate. I just think he's an arms dealer. I don't know. I, I and and the rebellion has money. Yeah. I mean, look at Han. Han got money for rescuing the princess. So he got more than money. And then I like I, I don't know I like Mad Hera too. Mad Hera's all like the whole time Grump, I was like be space mom. And she's like yeah. It's like oh you've made mom mad. No one gets yeah. butterscotch tonight. <laughs> no no space waffles for you in the morning. But what I love in that scene is Zeb and Sabine and like Chopper are kind of like it was like like kind yeah, of just like a, the kid's fault it's like it, 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 it was his fault mom he broke the dish uh, yeah ex- exactly and she is mad I don't like she's almost I mean it's almost like she's dragging him by his ear back to the you get back on the goat I told you not to disobey my orders and I told you not to talk to strangers but Ezra has a plan. And I think she's. <laughs> I think she's more mad at the fact that he made a deal than the fact that he went and sought information. I don't know. I mean, he because she was like, because it's like you made a deal. It better be worth it, right? Or I'm going to kill you, right? I'm gonna. <laughs> my boot will go up in your butt. It's, my space boot all up in your space waffles. <laughs> <There you laughs> That's all I have for that one. I couldn't even want Meluron fruit, but Space Waffle seems to fit. All right, so uh, Vizago tells Ezra that uh, the internet's down, so they're using the courier droids to, 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 to yes, yes, dial up. I don't know, right? It's, it's snail mail. It's, it's intergalactic it's snail, snail mail. mail. Yeah. 
And so uh, I like to dedicate this part of the podcast to Chopper being awesome. <laughs> um, Chopper's such a dick. Oh, Chopper's so, so good in this. I love oh. Chopper in this one. So like he doesn't want to do it, but he, you know, he's but he's got a sweet new paint job, and he. I like how the droid. The my question about droids for you guys is that when they switch the courier droid and like. The courier droid just shows up and is like, okay, cool. These are my new people now. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of like dogs. Are they? I mean, I'm, I mean we feed me, me, plug uh, me in. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't get, like. I think, I think it's, there, it's, it's just, I think it all just really depends on the level of programming. Yeah. Because, like, you have R2-D2. Who had who has had advanced programming, mm-hmm. right? So then he doesn't accept new followers, like new lead. He's, he he, he yeah. accepts he accepts <laughs> new bosses, if you will. But he's still even even when he's sold to the Lars, the Lars. He's like no, Obi Wan, Obi Wan's still my my homie, right? No, like, because he's got the message. It does. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't think it matters because Obi Wan, R two was never Obi Wan's droid. It's true. Because I don't remember owning a droid, which is not true. Because he had a R five, right? Yeah. From the Clone Wars, the gold go, is it the gold? But see, red, that red. I color blind. Yeah, red. it's like R five. It's R five. Yeah, R five. But who's, who's the gold one? Who's there's a goldie, right? I've seen only a few Clone Wars episodes. There's a pink one, but it's like a gold one. But it's like cause but, the, it, but the ownership of the droids passes from. It passes from um, Anakin to Dan, uh, to uh, to to Bale, Bale, who gives it to Captain Antilles, right? Who gives it to Captain Antilles? Which I'm hoping is wedges related to Wedge. I'm not quite sure on that. Right? They have the same last name. Yeah, I think it's I think it's because, okay. but I think R two still is loyal to Obi Wan. And Anakin, and will always be there because because of his programming, he like his imprinted on those two, and it doesn't matter how many people until he gets wiped. It doesn't matter how many people he's passed off to. He's going to be subservient to those two. Here's a question. I don't know the answer to this one. Has R two ever seen Vader? No, R two R two doesn't see Vader until like at all. Okay. Yes, he sees Vader if he sees uh, if if I'm I'm talking armor Vader. I'm not talking Anakin just fallen because he goes to most of our with him. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm trying to think in the movies in four, five, and six if he's ever like they're ever near each other, and I don't think so. Troopio either. Uh-uh. Oh, that's cool. But I think I think I think it's just it's sorry, because, it's just a weird. That's a, right. that's a tangent. But I think <laughs> I think it's because because R two has never been wiped, right? He's been imprinted onto those two. I think with these with these droids, they're wiped so frequently. But why Obi Wan? Because he they're because Obi Wan and Anakin, like Anakin owned R two. Anakin R two was Anakin's, mm-hmm. but Obi Wan also. Was kind of a part of that. Actually, 
to be honest, R two is actually Padme's. Technically, yeah. Because he's the, when we first meet R two is on Naboo. He's one of the, mm-hmm. the he's the droids that saves the, the 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 queen ship. Right. And she's all like, R two D two. Well, we owe you our lives. And like that's the most ridiculous scene ever. It's like right. it's like talking to your toaster. We owe, <laughs> thank you for making me toast. <laughs> it's delicious. I don't know. I I just, you. I, I, he is not Wedge's father. I don't think I don't know. I said related. Uh, evidently, the family, the the name Antilles is pretty much a very common. See, I don't buy that that crap either because they just tried to do that with Skywalker a couple of times. Like, there's a couple of couple of stuff. They're like, well, why why didn't you know Skywalker get around? It's like, well, because it's like Jones. There's a lot of Skywalkers. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. not, I only know of the two. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's kind or Schmidt. Schmidt's a three. Right, but yeah, he's he's from Corellia. Wedge. Uh, yeah. Wedge. Yeah, Wedge is Corellian. Yeah, I knew yeah. that. And so there's the pilot. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking at this. Wedge Wedge Lindo and uh, Han are all Corellian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see this man. Carter's in deep thought over this. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just looking like at all the connections. But. but, you know, what I was really trying to get out is that it's really interesting how this droid that, that's been working for the Empire is like, all right, cool, I'm working with these guys' guy now. I mean, there's not like, he's just like, beep, beep, whatever. I'll help you take out this fire. And like, like I said, like I said, I think it's because, all like, thank you, I think it's my because, buddy. I think it's probably it's because they keep getting wiped after each session. Like they go deliver their information, wiped. Yeah. Go get over the information. Wiped. Maybe it's because they treat him a lot nicer than the. Indians. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying it's because the, I think I, he's I really, an object guy too. I mean, I um, really think, I really think droids imprint on whoever they're owned, whoever owns them. So okay. this droid never has an opportunity to imprint on anybody because every time he so gets he an opportunity, on, he gets wiped. So he imprints on Zeb. He imprints on Zeb. And when it comes to like, um. Obi-Wan not owning droids, and we talked about, like, he had R5. He doesn't have the same relationship with R5 or any of the droids like Anakin does with R2. He doesn't have the same relationship with R5 as he has with R2. Like, R2, it's himself. Because it's R2. I mean, the reason why, because it's R2-D2, and he's... He's this. He's a character. Right. R five is a background guy. He's a feature. Right, he's I, a feature I, extra. But it's it's it's. I think it's it's because or R four. It's Otterbox. I don't know. I we we've gone off onto another very. Long hey, anyway, so let's just get back to to the awesome part of this. So Chopper finds the information he needs. Sets <laughs> sets the the information he needs. The station he is to self destruct. Yes. Yeah. Escapes. By opening oh. an airlock, it's so. So magical. he opens an airlock and jumps out. And but the great thing about that is that, and I'm, I want to talk about this a little bit. Um, four stormtroopers get sucked out. <laughs> oh, it's so magical. <laughs> the, the which, part that which, makes... which makes my next question even more awkward: Are they dead? Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're not in pressured suits. Are they? And the only reason I ask is that that's a, that's something to ask. See, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're in pressured suits or not. Like, I'm, 
I I would say no. I think they're dead. I think they're dead. And I got thinking about what you said last night about Sabine killing all those people. I don't think Sabine's killed anyone now, especially after um, to uh, this episode, because she shoots two guys with a courier. Zeb knocks two out, and when you look at them, all four of them are moving. They're all trying to. I think she's got stun guns or whatever. Maybe I don't know. You know, it's weird. Well, I think this is the kids' show aspect. So if it's the kids' aspect. It's, it's a it's a low. A, a, basically, what you're saying it's a, a low a low voltage taser. Right, just to knock them out or something. So right. So. No, I mean that's like Ezra's. Yeah, it's like Ezra's thing. But I think it's it, it probably it's it's they've set their blasters to medium power. Right. Something. I know. It's just I, not like not disintegrate, but because like he had small. a whole theory where like, well, Sabine's Mandalorian. She's killed lots of people. I'm like, ah about that and then after watching today i'm like yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that because i i brought up the fact that um she was three if she's if she's 18 now she was at you know born during the episode three and so the mandalorian jedi conflict she doesn't know about she wasn't she wasn't witness to i'll put it that way she, she may know well, i'm guaranteeing she knows yeah but i'm sure i'm saying there's she's not a witness to it right because she wasn't around so yeah. I don't know how much Mandalorian training we, she has. I do know the fact she was in the Imperial Academy for a bit, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, if she knows about, like, all the crap that happened, like, so, she was born in episode three. I was going to say, I wonder if she was around during all the crap that happened on Mandalore during the Clone Wars Which series. is before episode three, so. Yeah, so probably. Right, that's, and that was my, 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 my point. If, if she was, she was little. Like like preschool toddler, uh, I just I you know it's just it's just weird anyway. Um, I just I watched Chopper and my first thought when Chopper opened the air like those stormtroopers come back. I got thinking about um, the Force Unleashed. My favorite thing in the Force Unleashed is to take uh, Starkiller and and break windows and send stormtroopers outside out airlocks to because I'm cruel. When I'm playing a dark side character, <laughs> because I'm a dark side character, uh, <laughs> you know, be on you know, that first level is my favorite one, where you're just in that star destroyer and you're just mm-hmm. killing everything. Just, I could play that all day. I haven't played in a while. It's a good game, but um, that's that's what I thought about and Chopper being awesome with his. Thr- like I said, last episode I wanted to call you know Tucker don't play. This one the episode should have been called Chopper don't play because he is just he is just amazing. Oh, uh, and of course they find. They find um, Kanan on Mustafar, which is where Darth Vader was born as his armored self. Mm-hmm. Where where you find out that the high ground really means something. <laughs> yep. Okay. Found the bibliography of Sabine. Oh. Sabine was born of Mandalore in the warning years of the Clone Wars during the time which... During a time, Mandalore had fallen into chaos after the collapse of the new Mandalorian government. After the Clone Wars ended, the Empire established a presence on Mandalore and opened an Imperial Academy, which Sabine attended as a cadet. As a youth, she believed in the Empire and followed its orders blindly. This would eventually put her at odds morally with the establishment and led to a nightmarish experience when the Empire negatively affected her family, causing her to leave the Empire and run away from home. By the age of 16, Sabine had joined the Luthal Rebels. So she's 16. 
Yeah. So she's born right after, right between Clone Wars and Episode 3. Then it just talks about what she has done for the Rebels. Right. So so what we know so far. What we know so far, which is unfortunate. Because I really think she had time to learn Mandalorian traditions. I mean, she probably learned like a lot of stuff, but I don't think she, like I think all the explosive stuff that's all Imperial training. Uh, she probably, we don't know. I mean, I mean, the way she's skilled up, she's so set up to be an ISB officer, doing yeah. sabotage and all kinds oh, yeah. of other. Yeah, so yeah, so I don't know. It's I just so interesting. Um. Oh, uh, I I do want to end talk about uh, our friend the the uh, courier droid. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Zeb wants to keep him. And I like how everyone's like, yeah, that's a good yeah, idea. we like this we droid. Can use another droid. And Chopper's like, nope. And opens his arms, spins, and knocks him out outside the airlock. And he falls in onto Lothal, which I think he's there today. I just think he's just rolling with a bunch of Lothcats. Actually, no. Uh, and this is they actually talked to the producer of the show, and he said that it is dead. No, it's not. It, it, it like... He said that it is its battery dies and it's just sitting. Okay, somebody will find it, charge it up. Uh, it's like a cell phone. <laughs> he's, he's like, it's just sitting out in the middle of nowhere on Lothal, and Lothcats are playing on it. Oh, I feel bad. See, see, that's the saddest thing ever. <laughs> but that's an amazing death to be something that Lothcats play on. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would graciously die. Just so Lothcats could play on top of me. I'm just saying. Not I me. Love the, I love mm-hmm. the dumb things. Not, no, not me. I love them too. No. Chopper's a jerk. <laughs> Chopper is a jerk. Chopper is a jerk. This is a, yeah, I agree. Ah, such a good episode, though. And a lot of good discussion today. Mm-hmm. A lot of deep discussion today. The last couple episodes have been really deep about stuff, and I think that's, that's interesting. Well, uh, I think it's because the further you go with the show, the deeper it gets. Well, I think I mean the I mean the tone has changed serious. I mean, yeah. since Vision of Hope, which I had to, you know, which is my least favorite episode in the series, um, but it sets the catalyst off to what last week and this week I think are really really excellent shows. And then you have next week's, which is the um, Fire Across the Galaxy, and um, that's that's the the, the biggie. And so secrets will be revealed. So next week you'll find out secrets will be revealed. Ah! Um, you can follow me. <laughs> what was that? That's, that's As a, the shock of, of secrets, secrets being, being revealed. revealed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> secrets will be revealed. Ethan's fun facts. <laughs> Ethan's fun facts. Hey, man, I'm, I got my... Prepared for next hour. It's going to be a good time. Oh, really? It's going to be a good time. All right, so you can follow me at at Follow the network at Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. You can follow my friends at at Ethan Young 1991 at Carter underscore Maynard. And uh, uh, don't forget to follow uh, uh, Help Out Inverse Press. All the links to all this stuff will be at the end of this episode. Um, You just look on the after the crazy description I've written. <laughs> please like, share. Yeah, comment. like, share, please. Um, comment. Um, we're missing five states who have not listened to us. So if you got friends in Maine, um, Montana, Nevada, Hawaii, North Dakota, that would be awesome. 
Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So until next week. That was awkward. May the force be with you. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.